Hello, and welcome to the Ryan Frank Podcast, helping you think, work, and create like never before. Here we are at the beginning of a new year, 2021. Uh, we just went through a really crazy 2020, if crazy is the word that you use to describe it. We find ourselves, those of you that live here in the United States, in some really crazy, uh, cr- crazy times politically and culturally. Um, there are a lot of political wars and cultural wars happening here in the States. We're all battling this COVID-19 and how it impacts our ministries. Yet, we're believing that God's going to give us a wonderful 2021. You have chosen to invest time and financial resources in Kidman Academy Excel. Why? Because you want to have a great 2021. In fact, the whole reason that we launched Kidman Academy Excel in January is because of how crazy these times have been. Um, it would make more sense for us to start this first Excel class in May when we start the next Kidman Academy class. They'll both be on the same calendar and so on, but I really felt like this was needed at such a time as this. I want you to have a great year. I want you to learn in Kidman Academy Excel. I'm I'm praying that God will um, affirm some things in your heart and that he will stretch you in some areas, that you'll begin to rethink some things, and that you'll end 2021 well. Well, I'm going to give you seven tips to help you end 2021 well, but I'm even talking about more than ending 2021 well. I want to talk to you for a few minutes about finishing your life well and finishing your ministry well. You know, nobody ever starts in children's ministry thinking, I don't want to end well. Nobody thinks that. Nobody ever starts in ministry thinking, you know what, I really want to burn out one day and I want my kids to resent me and I want, you know, I I want to, I want my family to be a mess. Nobody ever thinks that. Nobody ever gets in ministry thinking that, you know, I want to get bitter about ministry one day. No, every, you know, you want to end well, you want to end well, and I want you to end well. I want you to end this year well, and I want you to end your ministry well. Um, Do you remember the beginning of your ministry? You remember that excitement that you had and that hope and all those dreams that you had for your ministry and that vision? You know, there's no reason that that should be something that you look back on. I mean, really, that should be a part of our norm, but it requires some disciplines in our life, and it requires some practices that I'm going to share with you in just a few minutes, because I don't want you to wear out. I don't want you to burn out. I don't want you to make a disaster of your life. I don't want you to um, wreck your marriage and in your home and and end as a lot of people in their ministries being bitter at people and being hurt. Uh, Now, I want you to end well. So seven, seven secrets, if you want to call them secrets, seven secrets for getting through the finish line. And I need a volunteer that will post these in the comment or in the chat as I share them. Would somebody do that for me? Beth Johnson, would you do that? Would you open up the chat window? And as I give these points, would you type them into the chat for me? 
And all you need to do, Beth, just make sure that when you type them in there, that you um, share them with everyone and not just the panelists so that everybody sees them. All right, number one, keep your eye on the finish line every day. Keep your eye or your eyes, plural, on the finish line every day. You know, it's easy to get your eyes on people, isn't it? It's easy to get your eyes on problems, isn't it? It's easy to get your eyes on your pastor, and then he lets me down. Um, but our eyes shouldn't be there. Our eyes should be fixed on the Lord. Our eyes should be fixed on the calling that God has placed in your life. And what will keep you going over the long haul and what will help you get to the finish line is not the pat on the back that you, that you get from your pastor. It's not the money. And the Lord, good Lord knows, none of us got in children's ministry because of the money, right? Here, it, here's what will keep you going. It's remembering your calling. And it's remembering the one who is faithful that called you. It's, it's remembering that what I am doing is of kingdom significance. And this is why it's so important that you start every day in this book. That you every morning, and, and not just for lesson prep, that doesn't count, but so that you can ask the Lord to speak to me. And Lord, would you remind me why I'm doing what I'm doing? Here's number two. Accept your limitations. Accept your limitations. If you're going to make it through the finish line, you must accept your limitations. You know, I realized a long time ago that I can't do everything. There are certain things that I can't do. And because of that, I need to bring other people on my team, other people on my ministry team that complement my weaknesses and make up for the things I can't do. I used to beat myself up hard when I couldn't do things. But you know what? One day I realized, and I think it comes with a little bit of gray hair that you can see if you look real close right over here, and that is... I just can't do everything. Nobody can do everything. And so what I'm going to do is I am going to accept my limitations. I'm going to lean in on my strengths. And I am going to partner with people that complement and make up for my weaknesses. Now, there's a great book that's published by Gallup. And if it's Strengths Finder 2.0, if you've not heard of that, it's a good one. You ought to get your hands on it on Amazon. Um, Strengths Finders, I think that they've identified, I don't remember how many. I did this test like five years ago, uh, 25, 35 different strengths. And they help you identify your top five strengths. Let me put this book into the chat for anybody that this may 
I can't type and talk at the same time, so you're going to have to bear with me for a minute. It's called Strengths Finder 2.0 on Amazon. It, it even comes with a little test perforated on the inside of the book with a code where you go online, you take the test. That really helped me because it showed me um, what my strengths are, but it also identified what some of the weaknesses are so that I can surround myself with people um, who complement my weaknesses. Here's number three. If I'm going to make it through the finish line, I need to constantly improve. Constantly improve. Always, always, always having a growth mindset. Now, I don't have to talk to you guys about and girls about this much because you are part of the you are part of the elite. And I really view it that way because you are um, part of Kidman Academy Excel. You recognize that you want to grow. And so you've decided in 2021, not because y'all had a bunch of extra free time on your hands, we're all busy, but I'm going to invest some time and some dollars and some energy into growing. And let me tell you, taking that step every day is going to put you two steps ahead of everybody else. And here's why. Most people in ministry grow to be content. They content with how things were and how things are, and they forget about what could be. Never grow content with how things were. Celebrate how things were. Be thankful for how things are, but anticipate what could be. Be thankful or, uh, or celebrate what was. Be thankful for what is and anticipate what could be. And what could be is only possible when you choose to grow, when you choose to improve yourself, to have what we call in education a growth mindset. I'm not content with the way things have been and how they are. I want to see what God has next. Okay, number Four, take care of yourself physically. If you're going to make it through the finish line, listen, you got to take care of yourself physically. Um, you need to be eating right. You need to be eating right. You need to be exercising right. You need to be getting a good amount of sleep. Um and listen, set some goals and do your best to stick with it. I saw on um, uh, Facebook a while back, our, our friend, David Laughlin, you all know David and Tisha Laughlin. David Laughlin said something on Facebook about how he ran a mile every day last year. And, and he was saying, and actually for the last two years, he said, today I'm celebrating two years of running a mile literally every day, at least a mile. And you know what? That inspired me because the Lord had been putting his finger on something in my life. And that is, that Ryan, you need to be exercising more. And so I made a decision. That I'm going to try to exercise more. And I've been running at least a mile every day. Now, I haven't run my mile yet today. Uh, Lord willing, I will this afternoon. 
But some mornings I've been waking up early. Some mornings I've been doing this mid-morning or afternoon, but running at least a mile every day. Now, I hope that a year from now that Beth Johnson, who's taken those for us, I hope that Beth can call me up and say, Ryan, how are you doing on your exercising? And I hope I can say, I'm still running a mile. I didn't give up. Or, or if, I, if I say I'm not running a mile, I hope I can say instead of running a mile, I'm doing this exercise. But why? Because God re put, his, put his finger on something in my life. I need to be exercising more. I can't finish well if I don't make it to the finish line, right? So how, what, how are your eating habits? How are your drinking habits? Are you drinking enough water every day? How, are you exercising right? Are you getting enough sleep? Your body needs sleep. Number five, if you're going to make it through the finish line. Yes, Jack Henry. This is something Jack Henry's always on me about. You see it in the chat. And that's eating breakfast. Every time I talk to Jack, Jack will tell you this is true. One of the first questions he asked me, are you eating breakfast? Half the time I lie to him and I say yes. Not really. Breakfast is important. I don't, and I still don't eat breakfast like I should, Jack. So keep asking me that question. All right. Um, number five, never forget that God is your source. Never forget that God is your source. If you're going to make it to the finish line, if you're going to make it to the finish line, you got to lean in on the Lord along the way. Now, when we talk about Jack, Jack and I have history. And I remember when Jack called me, and Jack, I don't think you mind me sharing this story, um, probably five, six, seven years ago, he said, Ryan, I don't think I've got it in me to keep going. And as far as children's ministry, and I'm really struggling. And we talked, Jack enrolled in Kidman Academy. And um, I think Jack's learned some things, not necessarily from me, but Jack would tell you by his testimony one thing he's learned is to make it the long-term in ministry, God has to be your strength. God has to be the source of your strength. Please do not fall into the trap of, of getting your strength from your pastor. I love my pastor, okay? Now, he's also my father-in-law. That creates an interesting dynamic sometimes. I love him, but he's not the source of my strength. He's going to let me down, my spouse, I love my wife, but she's not the source of my strength, okay? My, my best volunteers, my best friends, they aren't the source of my strength. My ministry is not the source of my strength. My credentials are not the source of my strength. My Here's what the source of my strength needs to come from Christ and Christ alone. Now, listen, we can sit here all day long and nod our heads and say yes, that God needs to be the source of my strength. But it does no good to nod your head and say yes, unless you're trying to walk with him every day. And I know we all have room to grow in this area, and we all need to grow. But we need to be daily, daily intaking this book. And we need to be on our knees before the Lord in prayer. We need to be practicing these disciplines of the faith, thinking and meditating on the scripture and what God's done in my life and, and, and worshiping him and, and making sure that I am connected to the
the power source because it is essential if I'm gonna make it past the finish line. Number five, set a goal. If you're gonna make it through the finish line, set goals and don't stop until you reach them. Then set more goals, okay? Here's how this works super practically. Um, in Excel this year, we're gonna talk about a lot of stuff. I'm excited about it. Um, but one of the secrets to actually getting things done and building your ministry and one of the secrets of growing your capacity so that you're ready for more when God's ready to give it to you is you have to be constantly growing and you have to be getting things done. You've got to be setting goals, getting them done, setting more goals, getting them done. Now, here's a trap people fall in. They set too many goals and then nothing gets done. Here's what I would encourage you to do. Keep your goals to less than three, your big goals, maybe even one. Do, you could do this. Um, Bill Hybels, one time I heard Bill Hybels teach about his five-by-five five, um, way of getting things done, where he, he and his team would identify five big goals. They would give themselves five weeks to get those things done. And then at the end of five weeks, they would set five more goals with the goal of getting those five things done in five weeks and then five more, the five by five. Now you could do three by three, two by two, two big goals, two weeks to get it done or one by one. Maybe it's one big goal, one week to get it done or one big goal, one month to get it done. But don't set too many goals. Set a goal, get it done, celebrate it, set another goal, then get it done, celebrate it, what I want you to do is I want you to think in terms of steps, okay? Uh, the Bible says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. A lot of times we think in terms of leaps and jumps and miles ahead where God would rather us. He, God doesn't necessarily order leaps and jumps and miles ahead. God orders our steps. So let me look at what is my next step. And let me set a goal. Let me get that done. Then let me set another goal and take that next step. You get into the, rap, the, the uh, habit and the routine of doing that. It's going to help you make it to the finish line. Number seven, final one. See yourself as a finisher. I'm talking about making it through the finish line. You need to see yourself as a finisher. Do you have a vision of the finish line? Do you see yourself as a finisher? Uh, when Beth and I are in Florida, um, we attend um, First Assembly of God in Fort Myers. And this past Sunday, I wasn't able to be there. Beth was there. Um, Pastor Dan Betzer, which if you're, if you're in the assemblies, you know, which I'm not. I, I'm I'm ordained, I'm ordained by the Baptist Church. I've got a seminary degree from a Baptist seminary. I'm a pastor of Baptist Church. But when we go down there, we like to attend this Assembly of God Church. And if you're in the assemblies, you probably know who Dan Betzer was. Dan Betzer started in children's ministry with a puppet on the radio and on TV, doing ventriloquism. And uh, boy, he's he's in his 80s, and he's finally, after 30-some years of pastoring this church, he's retired. 
and Sunday was his last Sunday. And I, again, I wasn't able to be there in person. Beth was. I watched online as they celebrated this man and his wife, um, Darlene, that finished well, that finished well. Man, I hope, I hope that I, I want to I see I want to see myself as a nine eighty five year old guy. You want to see yourself as an eighty nine year old person that finishes well, that looks back and you know what? Yes, I made mistakes. No, I wasn't perfect. Yes, I let some people down. Yes, I wish I would have done some things different. But you know what? I finished well. I finished well. Um, I I I what I wasn't a public success and a private failure. I tried to walk with the Lord and love people and serve the church well. Have a vision for the finish line. Have a vision for the finish line. There's your seven points. I hope those help you today. Keep your eye on the finish line every day. Accept your limitations. Constantly improve. Take care of yourself physically. Never forget that God is the source of your strength. Uh, six, set a goal and don't stop until you reach it. Then set another goal. Seven, see yourself as a finisher. This episode of the Ryan Frank podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more productivity and life hacks to help you stay on the leading edge. And if you like what you heard, please rate this podcast with five stars. Thanks so much and talk to you next time.